You're listening to your Dental Top 5 podcast with Amanda Hill, informing you on the top trends in dentistry every Thursday. Brought to you by the creators of A Tale of Two Hygienists podcast. And now, here's your host, Amanda Hill. Hello, 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 and welcome to this week's episode of Your Dental Top 5, where we take trending topics in dentistry and break it down into five usable highlights that you can take back to your op, your life, or just look smarter at your next dinner party. I'm your host, Amanda Hill. So today's episode is another one from uh, my new favorite listener, Melanie Rindelsbacher. Thank you again, Melanie. And this is an idea that Melanie wanted a top five of, and she asked for the top five ways to get published. So when I read that, I knew exactly who I had to reach out to uh, for my expert, and that's Jackie Sanders, chief editor of RDH Magazine. So Jackie, thanks for coming on today. Oh, Amanda, I am so excited to be here. And it's always fun to, I know everybody can't see your face, but I get to look at your face right now. So it's fun to spend this morning with you. Well, I am so glad that you are going to help people get published. People talk to me all the time. They reach out to me and they're like, how did you get published? And I often say, well, it was kind of sort of Jackie Sanders. Um, (laughs) So so you uh, certainly gave me some cool opportunities or or offered up some cool opportunities. and, And then it sort of happened. But how on earth did you become part of RDH Magazine and, and, and that process? Maybe in a short version. Oh, a, a short version is, as many people know, I worked with Sunstar for many, many years, and we did all kinds of ad placements with RDH Magazine. I worked with uh, Craig Dixon for years. And when the opportunity arose, uh, we had a little discussion and he asked me if I would be interested. And it was just the next step for my career. So I jumped right in and I've been here two years now, which is just unbelievable, but loving every minute of it. I love it. Well, I, of course, look forward to every week when my RDH magazine or every month when my RDH magazine shows up. And I should say every week when I get my email, uh, usually on Fridays, right? Your email right. comes on uh, Fridays. Yeah. Um, and I kind of get to look through all their articles. And a lot of times I, I've read all the majority of the articles before my print one even comes, but then I still love holding that print one. and. I just recently took it to the beach and was reading all the articles and realized I knew almost every single author, which was super exciting, too. Yeah, it's you know, that's that has been one of my focuses since taking this position is is providing the opportunity for hygienists to be in print. There are so many um, smart hygienists out there that have a message in their heart that they want to get out. And I know that our readers, from the surveys we do every year, our readers um, want to hear from new writers as well. And so it's, it's just fun getting to know new hygienists and then hearing your message as well. So that's one thing that pulled you and I together. Exactly. And you know, and the more that we each tell our stories or our tips and our tricks and what it is, the more that our profession grows. And I, I've learned so much from other hygienists and learning how they, how they do what they do. So that's a great reason to get published, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Get your name out there and, and just share. If, if, you, if you know something that you think would benefit all of your colleagues, let me know. We'll figure out how to get it in print. We've got a lot of different platforms. It doesn't have to just be in the magazine. You know, we've got numerous newsletters and we've got the graduates. So we've, we've got places to get your message out there. Absolutely. I would even say even sometimes it's even hard, I think, to recognize that what I know everybody else in the world doesn't know. But yeah. it is amazing that we all just have really unique experiences. So don't think that everybody knows everything that you know. That would be yeah. something else that, well, that I Well, yeah, and, and we all know that we learn from our patients. 
So not all hygienists have seen all of our patients. So we're learning different things all the time. Absolutely. Well, let's launch into the top five. So the top five ways to get published. What's number one? Number one is write about something that, I'm not crazy about this word, but is your passion or something that you really know, what excites you about your profession. When you pick a topic that you really, really like, it comes easier because you know it. You know what you want to say. And I think the biggest roadblock is, is people don't know where to start writing, you know, just start. You can, especially with computers now, you can move sentences around, you can move paragraphs around. If you're not a writer, then record your voice, record what you want to say, and then transcribe it, but just get it down on paper. And when it's a topic that you love, it's going to come pretty easy to you. I was just listening to a Hal Elrod podcast, and he was talking about writing a book. He wrote a whole book. Mm-hmm. And he was saying that he made this commitment to himself. I don't remember how long each day. We'll pretend like it was an hour each day where he wrote and he never edited himself. Like, so don't go back and edit, just write and get it all out. And then there's plenty of time to go back and edit later. But the yeah. idea was to get out what he had to say and to get his passion out as opposed to getting caught up in the minute details of it all. Yeah. Yeah. And um, another thing um, that that is beneficial with that is Then when you go back and read, you can figure out where you want to put in any research or evidence base. Um, You can also take that opportunity to remove the eyes out of it. Um, That is probably the number one advice I give new writers is try to pull the I statements out of there and make it apply more to your reader. Pull your reader in by using we as hygienists. You know, this isn't just your story. We as hygienists have all of these emotions or or need to know this tip and trick. So but it's there's an art to it. But getting it down on paper first, then you can polish it up. There's so many different ways, so many different ways to polish it up. Absolutely. I'm a, I'm a big fan of uh, the Grammarly Pro. It helps me polish up a lot. Grammarly is definitely one of those things that you will receive uh, from me as personal feedback. I use it all the time. But Grammarly um, is really, really good if, if you're building a research-based paper. It will help you um, detect if you've done any plagiarism at all, which is something that you don't want to do and something that we do check internally. But that is a good resource for you as far as, you know, you and I were both talking about punctuation and the things that we do too much of. Minus dot, 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 minus dot, 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 or a semicolon. or So so my editors are working with me all the time. No, Jack, you can't do this. But Grammarly will help me look smarter. <laughs> it does. It totally makes me look smarter. <laughs> well, what's what's number two? Okay, number two is um, pretty easy one to do, but it's know your guidelines. What are the guidelines for RDH? You can um, go to rdhmag.com, look for the submission guidelines. If you can't find them, drop me a note. I'll send them directly to you. But that will tell you um, the word count to look at, the due dates for different things. You know, for the magazine, the due date is is earlier than for the newsletters for the e-village or the graduate. If you are going to be doing any referencing, it's going to tell you which format to use. And you can just Google that format and learn how to do it pretty easy. If not, we have an amazing editorial team that will we'll yes, work you with you. Yes, you do have an amazing editorial team that we helps do. me with those because I'm not good at that. I hate that part. <laughs> it's yeah. like Christmas morning when I can click on a research article and they have the site button 
and you can just click the site button and then you can pick it and it's it's already done for me and I'm like yes like you just saved me an hour <laughs> it's there it's there but um also with knowing the guidelines there's guidelines in there um if if you're working with a company what is defined as an advertorial or what is a sponsored article um you know we need to be really really careful that we don't make what's coming from our heart sound like it's it's a commercial absolutely and i would say different places that you write for this is why it's important to know those guidelines have different rules like i you know i've written for rdh and they have their rules and i've written for other magazines and they have their rules and I write often for Safco Dental Supply. I write blogs for them. And blogs are very different than a research-based article or a product article or things like that. And so um, I really like those different opportunities to kind of have different styles of writing. So different times, there's different expectations based upon who you're writing for and what kind of article you're writing. Yeah. And and the more you write, the, the more you figure that out. Um, you know, one thing I, I did want to touch on here with the guidelines you can just submit an article to me and then I will provide you feedback or often I will um, share a phone call with new new writers, new authors and, and just kind of get to know you and talk you through the process because it's scary. It's scary to put yourself out there. And and I know personally um, prior to this position years ago, if you would have asked me to write an article or put something down on paper, I probably would have froze as much as I used to at stage. But it it um it i'm i'm happy to to make the process easier and i know that a couple of people have actually reached out to you because you and i work closely together and uh, you know some of the tips and tricks so reach out to amanda or i and we can there help you, you through yeah. the process and, and, and i totally agree with number 1 is to write about what you know about and the biggest thing is if you want to get published the biggest thing you have to do is you actually have to write like that's the key to getting published yeah. is actually writing something Put, putting it down. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, what's number three? Number three is be uh, open to accepting feedback. Um, as I said, you can, a couple of things, once you do get it down on paper, uh, reach out to a friend. Uh, sometimes your friends will give you really, really good feedback, but you have to be willing to accept it. Another thing um, I recommend is that you read it out loud. Just listen to what your words sound like, because when they're on paper, they're going to be different when you're reading them out loud. So read them out loud. We already talked about Grammarly. We already talked about removing the eyes. But in addition, we have at RDH, we have an amazing, which we've already commended them, but I want to brag about them a little bit, our editorial team. And they will uh, send you comments, recommendations, suggestions. They will go through it and remove your extra commas or my extra semicolons and make it read smoother. And then right before publication, you will receive a rough draft a month before, and you can read through it again and make sure it still sounds like and looks like the message that you wanted to get out there. But it, it's hard to accept feedback, especially the first time you're scared to death. But um, that's what we learn from. And I'm still learning every day. You know, I, I, I don't have a journalism degree by any means. I know dental hygiene forward and backward. So I work closely with the editorial team as well. And they're helping me all the time. 
Absolutely. So big shout out to it. Liz Lever. Thank you for being the most <laughs> awesome editor ever, Liz. Liz Liz reads my stuff and, and she's like, you know, I think this would be great here or this would be good here. And I adore it. I just think she's just trying to make it better for everyone that reads it. And so it's not it's not about me. It's about the, the end product. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Just just, um, you know, helping you learn. And, and the more we help you learn, then the more you keep writing for us. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Well, what's number four? Number four is something that that many people don't know, but we have a lot of dental hygienists on staff at RDH who are um, editors of different news newsletters. So uh, there is Dr. Pam Maragliano. She is actually a prosthodontist dentist, but she was a hygienist first. So she understands the hygiene message. And she is now the chief editor of Dental Economics. So if you have content that is about management or the economy of way things work in a dental office, she's always looking for content like that. Then we have Amber Auger, who is the editor of the RDH Graduate. So if you have a message that would pertain to students or new graduates, she's always looking for content. And then I manage the actual magazine and then RDH eVillage, which is our newsletter that goes out every Friday, which we talked about. And one thing nice about those segments is they don't have to be as long. They're shorter. They're between 700 and 1,000 words, quick reads that a hygienist couldn't read on the phone or during her lunch hour. But we have numerous platforms that we can get your message out there. So we're always looking for content, and I'm eager to share a phone call anytime. So are Amber and Dr. Pam. I, I just, I, I love how how I'm seeing so many new names and, and, and different hygienists, and I've gotten to know some of them because some of them have called me or whatever. And I even met quite a few of them at RDH under one roof, yeah. which was even super cooler. And when I, when I see their articles, I forward them over and I'm like, hey, great job. And so it's really fun to that RDH has all those opportunities for um, for people to just sort of hone their writing skills or even just find confidence in their writing skills. I would have told you I didn't know how to write. And yeah. somehow I do know how to write. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, and it's it's a great way to to build the recognition of your name is a great way to build credibility. And um, just in in many cases like such such as you, you have become the waterline guru of dental hygiene. I am the waterline warrior, Jackie. (laughs) You you know, you didn't expect that. But, you know, here it comes. You know, waterlines and suction. It's all Amanda. I'm the line leader. I'm the line leader. That's now what I call myself, you know. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. And thank goodness, uh, you know, thank goodness for awesome products like Pro Edge uh, Quick Pass that I could, you know, run around and test water even on airplanes or even in my hotel coffee maker or all of those things that they just they make it fun to be in a waterline expert. But who knew I could be one? Well, and you make it fun, yeah. you know, but it's, um, you know, there's several people that just really rose to the occasion during COVID when we were trying to get messages out and everything, you know, we had um, segments on DSOs, we had segments on public health. And so if you have a message that it's more than one article, it could be three or four, then we definitely need to talk because those are things that have a strong following. And uh, it, it just really benefits our reader while educating them. It's, I always say, you know, we, we, we do well with uh, under one roof and reaching a lot of hygienists. But what about the thousands and thousands and thousands of hygienists 
that can't come to under one roof? How are we supporting them on their daily mission of taking care of patients chairside? So as much knowledge as we can bring them in the in the magazine, that's that's what we're looking for. Absolutely. All right. Well, what's number five? Number five is say yes and do it again. That's my motto. That is your motto. I don't know how many times I reached out to you and said, hey, would you be interested? Yes. Yes. (laughs) So just, I I know the first time In your head at the same time, there's a voice saying, you don't know what you're doing. You can't do that. Just shut that voice up. Yeah. You have to, you have to put duct tape over that little mouth in your head that's telling you you can't, you can't do it. But it's the the first time is the scariest, but then it gets easier and easier and easier. And I remember one time you said, when am I going to quit saying yes? And I said, you will know when it's time to quit saying yes. And you did. You you said, I'm, I'm going a different direction, Jack. So um, one thing I did want to put out there is we are starting a grassroots group that are clinical hygienists who um, like to write, but they're still in clinical. They feel like they don't have time because we have a lot of product manufacturers that are wanting their products tested and either just testimonials about the product, what they think you think about them, or write short articles about them. So we're also starting a, a grassroots group that is uh, clinicians that are still interested in testing products and then writing about them as well. Testing products is super fun. I'm just telling it you is. guys, you should do it. Yeah, yeah. If you've got the opportunity and, and an office that's open to it, it, it's a great opportunity for you. My, my patients are always like, okay, what are we going to try today? Because they always yeah. know that we're trying a new product. And they're like, all right, what are we testing? <laughs> so my patients are super into it too. Yeah. All right, well, let's review our top five. So the top okay. five ways to get published. One is write about stuff you know. Write about stuff you're passionate about, like dental unit water lines for me. Right. <laughs> Number two is know the guidelines. Number three is appreciate and accept feedback. Feedback makes us all better. It's not meant to say that you're bad. It's really just made to make us better. Number four is contact RDH magazine like they have a million people that can help you with this and then number five my personal motto say yes and then do it again because you if this is something that you want to do or you've been thinking about doing it's actually really easy to do you just got to do it that's it that's the secret that's it yeah nobody's here to judge you we're all here to support you i know it's such a growing like supportive kind of community well jackie people want to reach out to you so they heard you say hey i talked to people how can they reach out to you um, you can reach out to me at jsanders at endeavorb2b.com. All right. We'll put that in the show notes, everybody. So yeah. Reach out to Jackie. And it's, yeah. And it's also in the front of the magazine. So yeah, there you go. I'm easy to find. There you go. Well, we all know that only four out of five dentists could agree. So if you have something to add to this top five, or you have an idea for a whole nother top five, email me at amandahillrdh at gmail.com and we'll be sure to include your dental top five. Make it a great day. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of your dental top five. Be sure to join us next Thursday to hear more from Amanda. 